How much is a lack of trust costing your company? There are statistics out there ranging from two and a half hours a week to two and a half hours a day, where the employees, all employees, are dealing with some type of lack of trust between their coworkers, between departments, between leadership, or some other aspect of the business. In today's episode, we're gonna talk about how much a lack of trust is costing your company, and we'll give you a three-point model that we use when we're working through different aspects of uh, leading and developing trust. Hello, and welcome to The Leadership Hustle for executives whose companies are growing fast and need leaders who are ready. Hey, Michelle. Hello, Andrea. How are you this morning? This is afternoon. Yes. It's a Friday <laughs> afternoon, and who, t who does this on a Friday afternoon? But Good question. We decided that uh, this is the day we're going to do this. So, um, you know, this trust thing is, is a big topic. So, it, Well, not only is it a big topic, I was thinking about this on my drive over. What organization do we work with that we are not having to talk about trust? Um, you know, kind of evaluate, help them identify what does that environment feel like and what do they need to be doing to build it because... It's literally the foundation. It is. Trust is the foundation of, of a successful business. And, you know, when we have that toxic environment, um, we lose people. We, we lose really good employees. Um, we, you know, when you talk about those hours, right, right. Um, add that by someone's salary. That is, you know, they're two hours a day times five days a week and you know, so on. You can do the math. Um, just in payroll, not to mention the loss of um, relationships, people covering their you-know-whats because they're sending these emails, right? right? So that way they did their job, but they could have just went and had a simple conversation. Or even when people, um, they don't include people, so then they're not making the best decisions because they've left people out that have information they should because they don't trust that person, right? right? I mean, there's so much that's happening. But yeah, when I was driving, I'm like, there's not one company I, I can think of that we are not talking about trust and revisiting it. Right, and they don't even have to be completely toxic. It's no. simply just this underlying, you didn't do what you said you were gonna do, or you didn't close the loop, or you said this and this is what you did. There's something missing in there, and so then we create all kinds of habits where the loss of productivity is astounding. I was just in a workshop yesterday, and how a lack of productivity was costing so much, just from keeping emails. It's like having to keep the data in, in our email box so that we can refer to that, I told you I sent this kind yes, of conversation. Yes, yes, Right? Yeah. Well, and so, you know, just kind of thinking about it, if, you know, for our audience, you know, what, going into the, what's the cost, what, why is it so important, you know, from our perspective and as working with clients, why is it so important that organizations ensure that they are focusing on developing trust versus just, that's it'll happen, whatever? Kind right. Of thing. Well, I think that, you know, let's go back to the data where we just said the number of hours per day an employee mm -hmm. uses in dealing with some kind of mis misinformation, lack of information, not following through information. You said this, you said that. And then, Let's talk about the gossip and the drama that comes along with that, right? And yes. so um, what you've done is you've created a culture, and let's face it, with the number of employees that, are, um, that we're looking for, right? The talent that, that, we're, that we're searching for. Retaining employees is a top initiative for yes. all companies. And so if the reputation of your company is that, meh, 
it's okay. Um, they don't always do what they say they're going to do, or they don't keep us in the loop, or one department doesn't do this. We're fine in this department, but those departments over there, they don't get wrong. Like the, the silos. Your, your, your consequence is the reputation of your company, right? We've got a lack of productivity. So we end up adding more people, which we don't have. <laughs> to So we throw more people into problems because people don't have time because they're dealing with some kind of drama, right? And some kind of lack of trust. Um, but the other is, we get a reputation not only from your employees, but your company gets a reputation if customers can't trust that you're going to deliver on what you said you're going to deliver, or that you don't follow through, or you don't keep them in the loop. So, I mean, there is tangible and intangible consequences of having a lack of trust in your the culture of your company. Yes. So. Well, and I know you, you brought up in the intro that our three-point model. Right. So, uh, often we, that's one of the, one of the things that we're, we're talking about. So tell, tell our audience about that. Yeah, the three-point model um, we've talked about for years. There is the compassion, there is the um, capability, and then the consistent behavior. So let's go through each of those, yes. right? So compassion is, does the other person understand your situation or the circumstances that you're under or your plight? You know, do they have... Um, the ability just to kind of put themselves in your shoes and go, oh, she probably needs this for this reason, or or she may have gotten distracted and forgot to follow through on something, or it's probably sitting in her email box. Maybe she's waiting for something. Instead of saying, I sent that email, and this doesn't happen, right? And then just starting this drama, and then I don't just keep it to myself. And <laughs> no, I don't we know share why it. when I think somebody doesn't do something right, I have to bob my head you know, some, some ways right here. It's like, oh, here's what's going on. But, but the compassion part is just sitting, putting yourself in the other person's shoes and recognizing they have good intentions. They are trying to do their best. They may have forgotten something, or they haven't gotten back to you on something, but without compassion, um, there's a there's a lack of um, confidence that the person's going to to do what they say they're going to yes, do, yes, right? Yes. Um, capability is does the person fulfill the role that you're viewing them in? So if I view you as a coworker and that's the role you're in, I'm going to say, does can this person even do their job? Yes. If they're in the role of manager leader, do I think they're capable of doing that role? Are they a parent? And do I think you know whatever the the role is that we're viewing them in. Do we believe that they have the capability to fulfill that role based upon our expectations? Yes, and, and that one I think is gets a little tricky because when we hire someone, we are we still have to develop them and you know provide them with the guidance to be able to do a good job. Right. But we judge them through that lens, and if we're not careful, then we don't trust them because they make a mistake. And then that ripple effect of people not feeling safe and everything else that's gonna, the drama that follows that as well, right? I know, one of my so. favorite quotes you just caused me to think about it was, we view ourselves through our intentions, but we view others through their actions. Yes. And so we wonder why there's miscommunication. And so if yes. we have, not only do we have compassion for the other person that recognize they have their own thoughts and views and things like that, but also that we have to recognize that whatever their role is, they're a work in progress. And if we're Correct. not clear about what the expectations we have of them in that role, like I need you to do this as my leader. I need you to close the loop. I need you to follow up with me. I need you to, I need us to check in on things. If you can't do that, this isn't gonna work because that's what I need, right? And so um, 
Capability is the second of our three-point model. The third is that the integrity or the consistent behavior. Yes. Do they follow through and do what they say they're going to do? Do I know who's going to show up when I talk to them? You know, we talk about yes. if I walk in and it's like, do I have Jekyll or I have Hyde? You know, it's like, so it's like I are you predictable? Is it, and, and we don't know who is going to show up, but also, can I trust that when I give you an assignment that you are going to deliver on what you said you were going to do. So if you're supposed to do something on every third Thursday of the month, do you make sure you get it taken care of on the third Thursday of the month or do I have to check in on you? Yes. Or if you say you're going to be back and in 30 minutes and we're gonna do something, it's like, oh, is that 30 minutes or is it 35 minutes or is it 40 minutes and what does that really mean? And so just really having an, a, an expectation of, of um, the ex the consistent behavior is what we yes, look for. Yes. So compassion, consistent behavior, capability. Yes. So what happens, so using that as those three, those three components, you know, when, when trust exists, those th we experience, we feel those mm -hmm. three components, right? right? But what happens when one's missing? Well, so in reality, nobody has complete trust or incomplete trust without taking those three apart. So I might have, you know, I believe you're capable of doing this job, and I believe you have the best of intentions of helping me, yeah. but I don't know that you're not consistent in where, you know, are you going to be at the meeting or you're not going to be at the meeting? Are you going to deliver a response to me within 24 hours, or is it 48 sometimes and 12 sometimes and immediately sometimes? I just don't know what, when to expect something. And so it's not that I have lost complete trust, but I've lost confidence in your consistent behavior. And so... Inconsistent this, behavior. The inconsistent, <laughs> like I've lost confidence in hoping you, it's like you will have inconsistent behavior, so I've lost confidence in you. Yes. So I, I, I question people when they say, well, I've lost trust in somebody, because that means you've lost all three. And so Could. you can, but it's easy to say, because trust is made up of all three of those, I might have to say, well, Michelle, I've lost confidence it's like, I'm, I'm confident you're trying to do the right thing. I'm confident that you understand my, my situation. But what I'm not confident in is this. So it's not even that we're using trust because trust is really an emotional word, right? Yes. It's an emotional word. And so as true as it might be, I simply may choose to say, I've lost confidence in this, but I believe we can get it back. Yes. Right? Yes. And I think it's a really good tool too when you have that conversation and, and is exactly what people do is they tie that emotion to trust, right? Yep. And it's like, okay, let's break it out here. What, let's break out these three, right? right? And what's missing, you know, using it as that type of tool. So then it helps them then narrow that in. Right. And it's not just this big thing. You, sometimes you can identify, really, it's kind of a small thing. And what type of conversation can we have right. to, can, you know, to build that trust? Right. So... Using the model helps us determine what is it that we have lost confidence in so that we can have conversations as opposed to, hmm, I've lost, I, I don't trust them. It's like, hmm, let's build, it's like somebody saying, well, you don't know how to communicate. I'm like, obviously you do know how to communicate. <laughs> you can talk, you can make facial expressions, yes. you can deep sigh, you're communicating in some way. Yes. So what is it about communication? This is its cousin, right, yes. in what we're doing. Well, and, and you know, kind of thinking about some scenarios. What happens when, 
and because I know you and I both bump into this often, you'll hear a, a leader of some sort, whether it's a lead, a supervisor, a manager, whatever that title is, right, uh, in an organization, they get a new employee. Mm -hmm. And they view that new employee through that lens that they don't trust their capability to do the job. So that person has to earn their trust. What's happening when that person believes that person has to earn their trust. What's what's what are some of those things that that new employee, let's say, is going to experience? Well, there's there's a lot of science, <laughs> lots of articles about. So, are you the person who has to earn trust, or yeah. are you given trust right away? Well, let's think about that. You hired them for a reason. Exactly. You hired them because you believe they can fulfill the role, and so do they have the technical knowledge, and you can you have confidence in that. So that's a capability, right? Yeah. Do you believe that they are empathetic and that they are compassionate and that they are good team workers? That's the compassion side of things, right? Um, or do you, are you, in, um, have you interviewed them and found out how consistent they are? Have you done research on their references and things like that? You're, you've done all this research behind the scenes or before you even- hiring. Right, whoever yeah. hiring. And a hiring manager as a leader that's your responsibility to check, I believe and I trust that this person's going to do that. So in that vein, there's a sliding scale. Yes. Okay? So my belief is that there are things that are going to demonstrate that they have good trust and they're continuing to build trust, and then there's going to be something that is going to take away, but there still needs to be responsibility that says, have I lost their have I lost confidence here, or do I need to just go check in and have a conversation? So in previous episodes, we've had conversations about peer-to-peer -peer accountability, yes. but it doesn't make any difference. I don't get leader to employee, coworker to coworker. Accountability is, the first step is go find out. So let's go find yes. out if this something is not meeting my expectation of capability, compassion, or consistency, I need to go find out what's up because I might be the one that's misunderstanding because their expectations are different than my expectation. Yes. So let's let's manage the scale of lack of confidence, lack of trust to confidence and trust in that person in any of the three different categories. Categories. Well, and also thinking about um, when we don't trust someone uh, through the, either any of those lenses, sure, right? Sure. Uh, we may, you know, how we behave, we may disregard, not even ask for their opinion, not include them. Um, we may appear standoffish, uh, so that person doesn't, as a new employee, doesn't feel welcome, doesn't right. feel like they're part of the team. Right. Um, and and it, it can just simply be through that, you know, if you're noticing turnover at the very beginning of, of a, that cycle of new employees, right. it's like, okay, well, what's causing the people to leave? Because we know when people feel that you believe in them, when people feel that they have capabilities you know, for that, the growth, the, mm -hmm. the capabilities for that, um, and when they, they feel like they belong, they tend to want to stay. So what's happening? Well, and just look at if, if there's one or two things that don't meet our expectations, now we're continuing to tell more stories about ourselves. And what we're looking for is evidence to support the story we've told ourselves. Correct. So if, if a coworker has not demonstrated something that you were expecting, and they've done it twice, now all I'm looking for is that evidence. And it's like To justify, And yes. I'm gonna go tell my friends. And so, because I are, now I've, I've come to the belief that I, I don't trust that person, or I can't, uh, I don't, I'm not confident in their behavior, now I am going to, I'm gonna act differently. Correct. I'm not going to send them the email when they need to, or I'm gonna 
fill their email boxes with 27 reminders, which of course everybody loves it's that. micromanage. Right? <laughs> yes. Or I'm going to ask questions in places where I've never asked questions before. As a, in, instead of, let's get clear about what those expectations are. Yes, we cause turnover because we don't get clear about what the expectations are about what the person's role is, how they're gonna treat each other, and how consistent they are about the behaviors that they demonstrate with one another. And without that clarity, we're setting up our relationships to fail. And I don't, these are things that apply not only at work, they apply human to human. Yes. Okay. And so when we're not doing those things, we're just giving the person who's feeling the brunt of this more ammunition of reasons not to stay. Yes. Or to start looking someplace else. Well, and, and then also the people observing. Right. Oh, you have shoot. other people yes. watching, uh, watching what's happening, watching how you're interacting, watching, you know, uh, they're, well, better not do that because if that happens, if I do that, I'm going to be micromanaged. We're, we're modeling and telling people yeah. that it's okay to behave this way. So kind of to pull this back together really fast, uh, the three-point model, what, what would you say the first step for our audience if, if they were to take that three-point model and work with their leadership team, um, what's the first thing they should do? First and foremost is think of the scenarios in which they feel like they're struggling with somebody, especially around that, that leader, their own team. Just who are they struggling with and which of the three, could be one, could be two, or all three, mm -hmm. that is missing. And then challenge yourself to think, okay, if they were looking back at you, what do you think they're missing, right? Yeah. So if I think, making this up, Michelle, right? So, um, if, if I think for some reason you don't understand my plight in my world, right? There's some reason where it's like, you don't understand all the things that I'm doing and all the houses I have to deal with, right? And so I'm thinking um, you're missing compassion for me. What if I said, okay, well, what does Michelle think? Does she, she probably thinks something similar. She's gonna feel it, and so there's two sides to this. So recognizing this is not a one-sided event, this is two-sided, so that's the yes. first step. Second thing, though, that I would do is say, go have a conversation with the person to find out, here's what I was thinking we were gonna get, or here's the feeling that I have when this happens. Am I misunderstanding? Am I missing something? Help me understand. Have that conversation because in most cases, somebody will say, oh, I was doing this because I thought this was helpful, right? Yes. Or I didn't realize that was the impact you had, I was having on you. Correct. Or I didn't realize that this inconsistency was even being noticed by anybody. Correct. Right? And so that is the first. And so just recognizing when you get that spider sense, like, ugh, I don't trust this person, or I can't, I've lost confidence in them in some way, do those two things and be able to coach that with those that you lead yes. to teach them to have that same conversation. Okay. So today we, we talked a little bit about the cost, you know, from the hours per day that employees are dealing with some kind of waste of money and time because their their lack of trust and their lack of confidence between people. And most of those things are dealt with because they haven't had a conversation. Yes. So if you employ the three-point model, the compassion, the capability, and the consistent behavior, use that tool to help decipher and to help peel back the idea of, you know, where is it that's quite not quite working well so that they can have so each of you can have a conversation with the person that maybe things aren't going well. Thanks for joining us on this episode of The Leadership Hustle. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss another episode.